everyone, and welcome back to the Hawkbeat podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Lizzie. And today we'll be your hosts talking all about the new movies that have come out in uh, 2022. So I know we did part one last week, and this week we have some new movies and some ratings, recommendations, and even we're probably going to talk about movies that we're planning on seeing, and maybe you'll get another episode. So stay tuned. So first, we are going to start with the movie Dog, and this came out last month, I believe. Yeah, February 18th. And it stars Channing Tatum as pretty much the main character. <laughs> I mean, there's other characters. I was going to say other characters, but I mean, none of them really have a huge role besides, like, him and the dog. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if the dog has, like, a name in real life, so I don't... That one we might just have to skip. But, um, yeah, Channing Tatum is the main character, and he plays Jackson Briggs. So, basically, the storyline for this movie is Jackson um, is, like, on leave from the army or something. Like, mm-hmm. he just got back from serving, and uh, he kind of feels lonely. Obviously, they rep- they show soldiers and they use him to, like, represent the PTSD that soldiers have and, like, the mental health issues. So he's kind of lonely. He drinks a lot. He parties a lot. <laughs> and basically, he he finds out that while he's going to talk to one of his, like, generals about, like, serving again, but I'm pretty sure they had him go on leave because of his health condition, his mental health mm-hmm. condition. Um, he gets to talk to his supervisor about, like, maybe getting another term and... He said, the supervisor gives, I don't know the name, like, <laughs> general supervisor. Probably. He gives him, like, an ultimatum saying, like, okay, you can do this, but only if um, you take this dog to her owner's funeral. So, basically, what happens is Jackson's one of his former, um, his former army ranger. Army like, ranger. Yeah, mates. Yeah, I was gonna say mates too. <laughs> like on like on a boat. Um, wrong, wrong military. Um, but yeah, no, they were they were both army rangers that worked together in the same unit. Yeah, so he actually passed away while serving. Or wait, no, he passed away after. So, just <laughs> a little spoiler alert. You're gonna get spoiler. You're gonna get. The movie's spoiled if you want to watch it. So we're pretty much with any of the movies. So if you don't want to hear, like, that part was not really a big spoil, but because it's like that's in the trailer. Yeah, that's in the premise. Yeah. um, If you don't want anything to be spoiled, just click off and watch the movies and then come back. Basically, what happens is the his friend gets like he also has mental health condition after serving, and he actually drives into a tree. So he basically killed himself, and um, Channing Tatum or Jackson has to take the his friend's dog named Lulu, which was the dog that he served with, to his funeral down in Arizona or New Mexico. And one of those two. Yeah, basically the dog is like a really crazy, rabid dog who <laughs> misses their owner, and it's a really like emotional story. Yeah, I'm just gonna like. And, yeah, along the way, like, when they're on their little road trip with each other, they do, like, break a lot of laws. And 
sometimes they even get really close to death. And personally, my favorite part of the movie was probably when Jackson pretends to be deaf. Not deaf, blind, I mean. And then um, Lulu ends up running away from him. And then he ends up chasing after her in the hotel. But obviously, he's chasing after the dog. He's clearly not blind. So I think I just think that part was funny because like I don't know if like if you saw that in real life you'd be like what is happening yeah literally um that was also a really funny part of the story for me too something I found interesting about this movie is you think like the title it's like a cute little wholesome dog story like kind of similar to like a dog's journey in those kind of movies so you think it'd be like like made for children mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of like kind of like I wouldn't say like nowhere near rated R but like it's definitely PG-13 no and I completely agree with that because I was actually I went to see it with my boyfriend Adam and we talked about that after we saw it because we were both expecting it to kind of be like a more family movie yeah like have like funny it was gonna be like a little funny but and there were funny aspects to it but I would say like the majority of it like it had really like hard topics that it like dealt with so it was a lot more serious I would say than I expected yeah and I honestly did like that because it's one of those movies that you think is going to be kind of cheesy made for children but it's not and I do have to say it is a little bit cliche and like you know what the ending is going to be obviously they go on the journey and he brings Lulu to the funeral and he ends up adopting Lulu because they were going to actually kill Lulu because she was too crazy Mm -hmm. But he ends up, like, adopting Lulu, and they become, like, best friends, and he, and, like, they help each other with their, um, like, trauma. But that's something you see coming. But another thing I was going to say is this is actually directed and I think partially written by Channing Tatum. So no, I think only, you're right. Not only did he star in it, he, like, he created the story, basically. He, like, played a really big role in the creative process for this, which I don't think we've ever seen him in a director role before. No, and yeah, it you're right. It was directed by Channing Tatum and Reed Carolyn. And yeah, no, I 100% agree. We have not, I don't believe, seen him in a director's role before. And I know he's coming out with a new movie, um, I think this month or something, called The Lost City. And I'm not sure if he's directing in that one either. Um... I can look it up real quick, and he's actually not directing, but so I don't know if maybe he's trying to start to get into more directing, Yeah. because I know that's what a lot of, like, older actors start to do. They kind of start to go into that more directing, producing role, Mm -hmm. so I guess we'll see in the future if he does kind of take more of that directing role on. Yeah, I think that'd be really interesting. Um, It just definitely shows, like, a different side of, like, his um career yeah definitely um so i guess we can give like a final recap and review of that movie for and should we do five out of five or out of ten let's do it out of ten it gives it more room (laughs) i would probably give it a six just because i Thought it was going to be better than it was, actually. Mm-hmm. Thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. I thought it wasn't going to be like, oh, I know the exact 
way this is going to end up. Yes. Um, and I thought there was going to be more substance to the storyline. And although they did go into those deep mental health issues and like brush on them, I don't think they dived quite enough into them to make it a true like drama film. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as like professional, but it also wasn't like fully humorous either. So you're kind of confused as to what it is, um, which is cool because it's unique. But yeah, I thought the movie was cute. Um, but it's not, I wouldn't say it's worth seeing for, like, a second time for fun. I would 100% agree. Um, I was actually going to give it the exact same rating as Lizzie was, because I agree with you. I went into that movie thinking it was going to be better than it actually was. Um, and I'm not going to lie, during the movie I was kind of getting a little bored, Mm -hmm. just because, yeah, the ending was very predictable. As, like, you could pretty much guess what the ending was going to be, probably within, like, the first 10 minutes of the movie. But, I mean, overall, it was really cute. Like, would I watch it again? Probably. I don't know if it would be any time necessarily, like, super soon. But I feel like I definitely would um, watch it again. Awesome. So, next up, we have a movie that I saw. And that is The Batman for 2022. And I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about this. So I'm just going to give you a little insight. Once again, spoilers coming. So click off if you don't want to get the ending of the movie. But basically, um, this was like probably, I think this is probably one of the most anticipated movies of the year. Similar to like um, Spider-Man, Far From, or No Way Home. But DC and Marvel, I think, are, like, way different in the way they produce their films. Um, Yeah, I was just trying to make sure this was produced by DC. Anyways. Starring in this... Okay, and so, like I was saying, starring in um, this film, we have the girl Robert Pattinson kind of and like, Zoe Kravitz. Kind of taunts him in a way. And Robert Pattinson obviously, obviously like, plays Batman. By wow, this Zoe time, Kravitz he's very beaten down. Like Selena he's on. Kyle or he's about to start hallucinating with uh, how little water he's Catwoman. had. And so he honestly so, doesn't even know if this in this girl movie is fake you get a different real. take on but she Batman. Actually does but um, I will have real. to say and that I was a little bit. The girl starts to become suspicious that they're hiding like the goal. Like, they're hiding the something. She doesn't necessarily know it's gold. Like the, but she knows they're hiding like something. Like, the marketing for the so movie. So then, the Zach Efron actually kills her and buries like her body. Batman. Like and Robert Pattinson, he a, like, a day later, like Zach Efron actually like encounters a, a sandstorm where he gets even more beat down. He gets severely wounded as he gets impaled by, I think, a stick or something along those lines. And then he also... I did not okay, see I think it as that. It might be hours later. It might basically, be a day later, start of the movie, exactly you sure, get this weird kind of another girl thing. that appears to be the um, other girl's sister, kind of like twin sister. Context of the story, and, and she's not as kind of um, as like time passes, as the other sister you because finally she kind of just like leaves them alone. Um, it's kind of like whatever, but, like, and she actually ends up kind of helping him. In a play, way, not played really. By Paul I mean, she just gives him water. That's pretty much all she does. Um, like obviously, but like, he desperately needed it at and then the time. Get Robert Pattinson and finally, going to, he, he actually, actually kills, does like, end up making mayor. contact with Keith and via the radio. And Robert Pattinson and he informs the lead Zac Efron that he is close by. Investigative like chief officers. And um, Zac Efron at this point is like he is on the verge of death. Like he is going to die soon. And even worse, a pack of wild dogs start surrounding him and start biting at his clothes. Yeah, and it is revealed. Then kind of like you the big go on into like a whole election with the new Keith mayor. 
is watching and on a nearby mountaintop, like, watching him like facing terror, just watching Zach Efron just get annihilated and by these dogs. I and, this movie has so but much as he moves to it in it is to extract the gold. Like, once he knows Zach Efron is for sure three dead, hours long, Heath is then shot sure. on the chest. So it's most likely by that sister's like go through a timeline um, of what happened. By the in twin the movie. sister that did not but, die. So I guess in um, a way you I would kind say, of say I did, I don't. She I wasn't, wasn't surprised here, but she was just kind of there. Viewers got to see Robert because Pattinson's obviously she knew they were hiding something and she wanted the barely role get well. to. Because so a lot of times in Batman, movie, yeah, they have. It's their pretty good, on, I will say. A lot of scenes where it's just them but, like, investigating. I don't know. I'm very iffy going out and on this movie because I thought it was good. But in this, but like I watched it with my really parents and they did not think it was very good. Basically, um, you get. Um, it definitely had a lot. It was definitely Robert a very Batman, gross movie. Bruce Wayne, and just as it progressed, you can like see Zac Efron's face young, just getting um, grosser and grosser and by like the minute. He, like it was, it like, was, was disgusting. And you could, it's like an orphan, he really did a good job in this role. Money, so like just, just like, you could castle kind of thing. feel his pain and, and just outside like, of Gotham. You would obviously not want to be him in this situation. From society, in a way. But yeah, no, this movie was excellent, and actually something I forgot to mention previously. Not this Um, version, and I guess you could call how I said Keith was played by Anthony Hopkins. That's also who the movie was directed and written by. In the story, like at all, the director actually got a little part. So that was something that was kind of like. And I also just learned that it is an Australian film, which kind of makes sense why it didn't have a huge release. Zoe Kravitz as like some American movies do. I was expecting a lot more of her as well. It you was would released not too long ago. Story for longer than she is, at least for the United States and um, Australia, it got released she a lot earlier. Really but in the United States, it just got released often. a couple days ago. And but overall, that I, I would say is, I would um, probably the give of the movie, this movie. It was kind of just like, oh, he saves the day, mm-hmm. and I would probably get a, give it like a seven split. and a half. There was no like plot twist at the ending, like because it definitely Riddler, was good. Like it kept my entertainment. You find out who the Riddler is, and then he goes. But it was definitely kind of like a typical. It's not like thriller. I feel like with Marvel, I don't want to like try to like. But like, and you kind of could see the ending coming. You really could. But the one thing that you really couldn't see coming was the girl having a twin sister. All their movies where it's an unexpected ending. And Keith ended up getting killed, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I think I would. Yeah, everyone knows that. Okay, like watch this movie. Like if I were you guys, I would at least way, give it. I just feel like they could have done it better personally. I, guess um, I would say. I have seen other Batman's before, but they were so long ago, and I was so young. All that right, this is, like, so I think that wraps up Batman that I'm this be, like, episode truly, like, of in. the Hawkbeat podcast. But those are um, all pretty good. Yeah. So like one thing I did want to point out is with, um, Batman is referred to as Vengeance in this movie, this which I thought was different. The Lost they City, I believe. Batman, the Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock. That's what he stands mm-hmm. for. I believe, and Daniel Radcliffe um, from Harry Potter. Yes. So that's going to be a really fun movie to see. I was so not maybe we'll get another episode. I feel like it was kind of entertaining because the whole yeah, because I definitely know there's a lot of new movies. also misleading that have been coming out these past few months. So I can definitely probably say something big is going to happen here, and then nothing. Awesome. You know, nothing big Thanks, happens. Thanks, guys. It's Stay just tuned. Bye. Suspense, 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 and then an ending that you expect. But I didn't think the movie personally was bad. Um, I think for the first time you see it, it's going to be good because it's like, oh, I don't know what happens next. And I guess there's so many things to, like, catch. But um, I don't think there was, like, enough action personally in the movie. And you don't really get, like, a superhero aspect of it, as in the other Batman movies. It's more of, like, a Bruce Wayne is in a suit, you know? But my overall rating of this movie would probably be 
a 7 out of 10. I thought it was decent. I thought it was pretty good, but it was way too long. The scenes were dragged out, and they didn't really have substance in them, and I know, like, my dad just thought it was, like, a big waste of time. They did not need to make that movie so long, and, like, a lot of the parts, like, the love story between, like, Batman and Catwoman, and then they just leave and split off in different directions in the end. It's kind of, like, um, like, kind of cringy and, like, cheesy, so... They definitely could have done more with their storyline. But my rating for the Batman was 7. I did expect more of Robert Pattinson, but I think he did play the role quite well. I just wish we saw more of his face. And I wish we got a little bit more, like, personal connection to this Batman instead of just, like, an overall view of what's happening. Yeah, so obviously I did not see that movie. (laughs) So we are going to be moving on to our next movie, and I believe it is our final movie we are going to talk about, and that is the movie called Gold, starring Zac Efron. And for me, this movie was kind of weird because I feel like usually when Zac Efron is in a movie, they tend to be really major releases. So, and this movie was not, like, it It pretty much it went straight to, like, um, where did we, it, like, went straight to, like, Apple TV in some it was in some movie theaters but i know it definitely was not in a lot um and it definitely had that kind of like indie movie feel like it felt like something you would watch kind of at like a film festival it did not really seem very like kind of high budget and stuff probably like batman was um and also lizzie are you okay if i spoil anything i mean there's not really much i guess there is some things to spoil okay so basically, this plot is about, um, it's kind of about dystopian future, and it is about a lone traveler, which is Zac Efron, and he arrives at an outpost and pays a local man named Keith, who is played by Anthony Hayes, um, to transport him into an area known as the compound. And something to note, before you even get to this part, a lot of things are kind of unanswered. There's a lot of things that you just kind of have to assume and you kind of just figure out later on in the story. Um, while they are traveling to this said compound, they are traveling through this gigantic desert. And they're traveling in this really, like, tiny car. I mean, it's not, it's it's like a truck, but it's very beat down. And they have to stop every once in a while so they can let the car engine cool down. So while they are stopped at one of these places... Zac Efron finds this huge gold nugget in this remote area, and then he calls over Keith to come look at it, and then they figure they cannot get this out just by the two of them after digging for days. So then they decide to go get an excavator, and Keith decides to go get it while Zac Efron stays in this desert with nothing around. So he's limited with food, water, and radio contact. And after, even after a couple days, you can definitely tell Zac Efron becomes deteriorated, both physically and mentally, as a lot of paranoia is starting to set in, because there's a lot of wolves around at this time. And he get, he definitely gets very scared of them, and he starts to build more of kind of like a home. Obviously, it's not a home. It's more of like a shack in a way. That's probably not even a great way to explain that. But to try to protect himself from the wolves and the weather as well. And also, yeah, the sun. And after several days awaiting Keith's return, he encounters a lone woman. 
woman by the name of she's basically just a stranger. I don't think she ever actually mentions her name, but it's played by Susie Porter. And she is also alone.